Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Lioness Lounge. I am your host, Takresha Blunt. I am also the owner of Blissful Brew Teas, your online gourmet tea company, as well as Takresha S. Blunt Coaching and Consultant, where I house the first Ivy League trade school for women. So let's get into it. So this is episode five. Wow. Season five. I'm sorry. Forgive me. This is season five. I have been doing this podcast for a minute. I took a break. I came back. I did it again. So now I am on a roll. You will get me every Wednesday on this podcast doing the latest and the greatest of everything empowering the woman. So I wanted to get in here and I wanted to start today. I know it's Monday, but I wanted to talk about bitterness, how we allow bitterness to affect our life in in so many ways. We will get angry with a person because we, you know, didn't get what we wanted from them or we didn't achieve the negativity out of them that we expected you know i was having a conversation with somebody yesterday actually my oldest sibling my brother and my brother was on crack for many many years and at that time he had a baby and instead of being a father he chose drugs he and the mother both chose drugs but my brother has been clean now for almost 10 years if not 10 years and he suffers from some medical issues so he was able to get a disability and they gave him some back pay and I felt like he should have done something for his daughter but instead he was only looking out for him and his current relationship my thing is that baby did not ask to come in this world a lot of parents especially men and well women too but men you will be so mad with the woman that you won't go and try and see your your child or you won't go and try and be the father that you know you should be but as soon as you get with another woman you will take her kids and you will try to be the best father for them or the stepfather for them to make the ex angry Now, don't get me wrong. It's some bitter women, because I know one, and she sits on social media all day, and all she talk about is her kid's daddy or the deadbeat daddy or whatever, but she's bitter. You bitter at that man, and you throwing the kids in the middle. He's bitter at the baby mama, and he throwing his daughter in the middle. Yes, his daughter is grown now, but she didn't have them when when she was little, when she needed them the most. We get upset and angry with people, for what reason my ex is mad at me and he called me a big bitch and all of that now and all before you love me to death i'm gonna love you to to the end and all of this bull crap but why are you mad why are you bitter you moved on i moved on and life is good on both ends so you say life is good but you're bitter and you're still talking about me you're bitter because you can't control me no more you're bitter because you can't get under my skin anymore i i could care less what you have to say about me i could care less what you feel about me because that just proves my theory that it was never real see we hold anger in us because we really forcing ourselves to be somewhere that we really don't want to be 
We hold anger in us because we don't know how to heal and let go. We don't know how to move on and let go. We need a topic of conversation to be accepted in life. But once you get in a room where people no longer want you to be the topic, to bring a conversation or gossip or negativity, and you step your foot into a room of people that's trying to push you and motivate you and encourage you to go a different route and be something bigger than what you was yesterday, you won't understand the joy and the peace that comes from letting go of that bitterness. One thing I can say, when I had my kids and me and my kids' fathers separated, I didn't bash them to their kids. I didn't bash them to the kids. I didn't try to stop them. I actually begged them to come and get their kids, spend some time with them. I, I remember one time when my middle kids' fathers got out of jail. Middle kid father got out of jail, my two middle ones. And he was saying, I don't have money. You want me to do all of this? I, it's like I ain't got a lot of money. I said, I'll buy you some cars. You just mail them to the kids. Those cars will stand with them longer than the money will ever stand with them. I don't need you to buy no cars. Okay, go to the Dollar Tree and buy a car. You get two for a dollar. He never would do it. See, I was the baby mama that was trying to push them to be in their kids' life. I'm not going to beg you. My oldest son, when he went to college, I remember I called. I was taking him back to the airport to fly out. And I called him and I said, I need some money because our son getting ready to go back to school and I'm a little short on money because I had just started the job and, you know, I had just paid for tuition and I was like, I need some money because I didn't, he didn't get financial aid because of the amount of money I make. Now, had his daddy let him use his information, he would have been able to get a grant. But because he's bitter with the mama, I'm not giving you my information. Your mama just want my information so she could take me to court. I don't care about no court. So he, he tells me on the phone, uh, he ain't going to be shit. I don't know why you wasting your money. And my son hears this because he's sitting next to me. But he pushed and he graduated with his degree. No help from his daddy. Because the daddy is bitter with the mama. The mama don't care. The mother can stand Christmas Day. No lie. I get in, come out the house, I get dressed, I go out the house, I'm going. I am so sorry. So the bitterness of being not able, being not being able to control a person can cause a lot of damage. Because now you sound bitter. You sound hurt. You sound depressed. You sound like you you reminiscing and you angry because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. So now you're going to bring it up. Don't allow bitter people to surround your soul. You got to up. Let me tell you. I told a friend this the other day. And this came from me being at the conference listening to someone speak. And the, 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 the subject, that the conversation went like this. See, we plant ourselves in a place that we're not supposed to be planted. I did it before. But when we plant ourselves there, it starts to bring problems into our lives. I saw it before. When I was in an abusive relationship, it's not because I came from that type of environment. 
it's because I planted myself in that type of environment. I didn't come from a family of struggling, and that's not to brag. I didn't come from, you know, my mother had to do this wrong or my mother had to do that. That's not the truth because my mother was a general manager. I didn't come from a place of abuse. I didn't come from a place of not having anything or being broken, not being able to get anything. My whole senior year, I never wore the same thing. Actually, in high school, I hardly ever wore the same thing to school. My father, my mother, my grandparents and on my mother's side and my aunts on my mother's side always made sure I was taken care of. Always made sure I had the things that I wanted because everything that I needed as a child surviving growing up, my parents provided that to me. And everything that I wanted, if I said I wanted a piano, I got a piano. If I said I wanted a keyboard, I got a keyboard. If I said I wanted new clothes, I got new clothes. That was a want that my parents still allowed me to have. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful for that. I can't tell you my story is I lived in a car, I used my last dime because that's not what I did. And some of you are grasping to that story because you want to fit in. But see, I planted myself in the wrong position trying to grasp to the story of hanging out with the wrong people, hanging out with people that wasn't my crowd. And it almost took my life. I almost lost my life to the hand of my abuser, which is my youngest father, my youngest kid's father, my youngest daughter father, tried to kill me September 11, 2003. So when I say I didn't come from a struggle, I planted myself in a struggle. And until I realized that that, was, that soil that I planted myself into wasn't bringing me anything, I, I, I had to get out of that. And the soil was so dry and damaged, all it took for me was to pick up my feet and walk away. That's all it took. All I had to do was pick up my feet and walk away. I held on. Good morning, Takresha with Siemens. Thank you. Um, all I had to do was tell them, hey, this ain't this this isn't for me. I would be so further ahead in life. I think because I always believe things happen for a reason. I wouldn't be where I am today. Being able to give a testimony, being able to give you a story that is truthful and from the heart. I spoke on a, um, a virtual platform last week, ended up telling them in the beginning, I was the first one on there. They asked me to tell them what I am, who I am and what I do. Cause I was the first one to join. They were so impressed with it and how I delivered my message. The first thing they did was, once everybody got on, they said, Takresha, can you please speak and tell your story and tell everybody what it is that you do? See, I help females realize the things that they did in the past don't have to be the things that they do in the future. I help you understand that just because you've been programmed to hurt, to suffer, to give up, to not understand, to not push forward, to think low of yourself. You don't have to live that life. You could cut that cord. You could remove yourself from that soil. Shake it off because that soil hasn't been watered. It hasn't been nurtured. It's not feeding your body. And once you plant yourself somewhere else that's green, that is nourishing with water and filled with life, 
you'll see all of the happiness that you can have. So many of you complaining, you say, well, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. You don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. There are so many avenues and ways to get funds that paycheck to paycheck is a thing of the past. That's something in history books. Because now you could get out here and if you're a great cook or a great baker, you could go ahead and sell that on the weekend. If you know how to knit, to sew or whatever, use your talent. People need seamstress. People need people to make them special garments for special events. But we're so programmed to believe that we can't. We're so programmed to say, well, I don't have the money to buy it, to do this, to do that. You take a deposit from your customers. Their deposit should cover your supplies. Then once you make the item, you take the rest of the money before you deliver the product. See, I can help you understand where the disconnect is and reconnect it and plant you somewhere where you can grow and flourish. And just from telling that and speaking from what I do, I was able to book two clients and one half a day mastermind my half a day mastermind is basically a one-on-one with me where we're gonna put together your whole plan your whole map everything from step to step to step to step is six hours it's intensive we get together we work all day yeah we take a break we might do a little photo shoot depending on what you want included in your mastermind we get all this stuff done and then you're off to be a great success and then what you suffered with in your past could be your testimony to help the next person grow and flourish it's not hard for me to talk about what i do because it comes from the heart Being a business owner, you can't be still holding on to the mindset, the the programming that you've received saying, oh, well, it ain't going to be easy. Oh, it's not going to work. Oh, too many people doing this. Oh, this is this and this is that. Oh, guess what? She did it and she lost all her money. That's their story. They programming you to believe that you got to be a quitter and you never have to be a quitter. What you got to be is progressive. You have to be obsessed with the thing that you desire in life. If you're not obsessed with it, then what is what is holding you back? Why are you afraid to step out of that soil? And what I was telling my friend, I say, listen, you've been planting in some soil so long. You don't even realize how loose that dirt is. See, what we don't understand, if you don't water that ground, that dirt becomes like sand. It's not bonded by anything. After a while, it gets so hard, it becomes concrete. But if you shake it enough, it'll loosen it, and you can take your feet and go plant them somewhere else. So that is my story, and that is something that I want to encourage you all to do. Take a look. Evaluate your surroundings. See, I stepped into a room with people that I had never been in a room with before. I've connected with some amazing people that I never knew that I needed in my life. Stepping into this room, paying $10,000 plus to be in the room with knowledge. I don't care that it was millionaires and billionaires in there. It was the knowledge, the motivation, the inspiration, the encouragement 
that came from that room, the connections that came from that room to push you and to accept you was the greatest experience I have ever experienced since being a business owner. I have attended many conferences and this one by far was the best that I have ever attended because I got colleagues now that support me that are asking me, hey, what are you doing? What do you need to do? What are we doing next? Is this going to happen? Right now, we're doing a real a day. I slacked a few days. They don't know, but I'm going to let them know. Um, but I'm back on, and I'm going to do my thing. And y'all going to see so much. This Ivy League trade school is for the women that are ready. It's got avenues. You don't have to take this trade. You could take this trade. You could take this trade. And the training is going to be so amazing. I have some big information coming out about it. I know I always say I'm going to do it, but I am so inspired this time. And I finally got a clear mindset on everything that needs to be included and on everything that should have been in any training in school to help us walk out and be something we didn't learn finances like we need to learn we didn't learn about investment and stocks and cryptocurrency and and foreign trade stuff and um life insurance and living benefits and wills and trusts and all of that we did not learn that in school these are the steps we need in life to get ahead a lot of people don't want to talk about burial, but you need to go ahead and go and plan out and map out your burial so that your family isn't left with that heartbreak and that burden. Pay for your plot. Pay for your headstone. Take care of that. I don't care how old you are. It's paid for. It's done. It's ready. They don't have to worry about it. Now you could go on and do all the things that you need to do in life and have fun and enjoy things. So I will be back on on Wednesday with the episode and it's going to be good. So please don't miss out. And then Friday is the after dark with Karma Bridges. So stay tuned. Lots coming. This is season five of the Lioness Club Lounge. Sorry, y'all. Bloopers this morning is early. Season 5 of the Lioness Lounge with your host, Takresha Blunt. Have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. Toodles.